Isn't this reality incredible? (laughs) Words can't describe what Jesus has done for you. It's beyond comprehension. It's infinite. It's immeasurable. And it's something that we will delight in through all of eternity. You know, just this past week, we were on our continued search for nativity scenes. And as we were searching for nativity scenes, we found one in Gilroy Gardens. And I was walking with the girls. It was the end of of the night, and we're walking past. And I said, girls, there's a nativity. I don't remember which one of the girls. But we began to, to sing happy birthday Jesus to them. And at the end of that, one of our girls said, now blow out your candles. Jesus' birthday. I want to ask you a question. What do you think Jesus wishes on his birthday? And we tend to get so focused on us and, and our Christmas and, and what Jesus did for us. But, but what about Jesus' heart? What's going on in Jesus' heart today? A little glimmer of that is given to us in that final prayer that he gave. And, and he actually tells us that, that it's, it's the way that we can help the world know about Christmas. I mean, I wish that this church was overflowing right now. I wish that we could shout it from the mountains. I wish that everybody could know about Jesus. What's the best way to get people to know about the birth of Jesus? Look with me at John chapter 17. We're just going to look at four short verses, John chapter 17, starting in verse 20. It says, I am not asking on behalf of these alone, talking about his disciples, but also for those who believe in me through their word. Because I'm not just asking uh, for my disciples, but I'm asking for who? That's you. <laughs> you know, Jesus prayed for you, the ones that believed based upon what the disciples would share about him. So this is, this is Jesus' wish for you December 25 in 2021, that they may all be one. That's Jesus' heart for you. That they may all be one, that they all may be together, that they all may have harmony and and peace. He's he's the prince of peace. And the angel said there will be peace on earth because he is born. He wanted for us, he wants for us to all be one. And what does that unity look like? Just as you, Father, are in me and I in you, that you also may be, that they also may be in us. The same unity that is in the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Distinct persons. They're different persons, and yet they are one. And Jesus' heart for you and me is that we would be one. But what does this have to do with Christmas? everything, so that the world may believe that you sent me. You want people to believe in Christmas? Don't just tell them to say Christmas. Live it out. Show them by the way that we love each other. Allow the Holy Spirit to make us one. And that sounds really good and all. We want people to believe But let's be honest, when when things get rough, when the friction's there, being one with each other is kind of difficult. I mean, look around you. Look at the people around you. They're, they're, They're distinct personalities that can be challenging to deal with, huh? Can we really be one? Is that really possible? 
Look at how Jesus goes on. He says, The glory which you have given me, I also have given to them, so that they may be one, just as we are one. So here's the promise. He's going to give you glory. Well, what does that look like? I don't see halos above your head. I also don't believe that we see a halo above Jesus' head. Um, What was that glory? The glory of a baby wrapped in swaddling clothes in a manger, born in the midst of chaos, born in a stable. This baby, he didn't look different than other babies or everyone in the world would have immediately flocked to him. Isaiah 53 tells us there was no beauty in him that we should desire him. What was the glory that Jesus was given? It was his character. That's how, the Father, that's how God reveals his, his glory throughout Scripture. When Moses says, show me your glory, he simply describes his character. His character of love. His character of mercy. His character of forgiving. His character of justice. That is the glory that is given to you and me. And it's a promised gift from God the Father, from, from God himself, given to you and me so that we can be one. And wouldn't that make it a lot easier? <laughs> if we all were filled with that character, we could be one just as the Father and the Son are one. I and them and you and me, that they may be perfected in unity. That's the, the, the heartbeat. Can you hear Jesus again and again saying, I want for them to be perfectly one. I want for them to be united. I want for them to come together. I want for them to be one. Then it goes on to say, so that the world may know that you sent me. First of all, it was so that they may believe, make them one, and give them the glory to make them one. And make them one so that the world may know. You want the world to know for a fact that Jesus was born 2,000 years ago? Jesus says it comes down to that unity between the family of God. You know, I think that honestly starts in our marriages. That starts with our kids and with our parents. Then it extends to our church family. And from there, it's going to flow over into the world around us. And they will see the character of Jesus represented in us in such a way that people say, Jesus really did come. I don't care that you saw 18 manger scenes. I'm pretty excited about it. I've seen 19, I think. That's great and all, and I want more of them in front yards. But the reality that tells me that Jesus came is that we love each other. And you love them just as you loved me. The reality is when we let the love of God sink into us, it will enable us to love each other. When we know how we've been loved without reserve, with a never-failing love, we'll finally be able to treat each other that way. Jesus came to a world of enemies, a world that didn't prepare for him, a world that mistreated him. We're so worried about our rights. Jesus came to love. Jesus calls me to love. No matter if you might trample on some of my rights, he's called me to love you. And I can only do that when I know how he's first loved me. Our Father Cares, commenting on this, page 38, it says, This unity is the most convincing proof to the world of the majesty and virtue of Christ and of his power to take away sin. When, when we treat each other in such a way that we are united, this is how people will know the truth. Sometimes I do too much of simply trying to tell people. 
And they look at my relationships, they look at how I live, and they say, why do I want what he has? But may his character be reflected in us. May Christ be born in us this Christmas. As we close today, um, just want to invite you to just stand together in prayer and just to ask that, that God would do this for us. This, this incredible wish that, that Jesus expressed to the Father saying three different times, make them one, please make them one so that, that the world will know that, that you sent me, so that they'll know that Bethlehem is real. Let's stand and simply ask him that he will stir that type of love in us so that we can truly love our spouse, our kids, our parents, our church family, and the world around us in such a way that people will say, Jesus is real. He came and he was born because I see him in you. Let's pray. Father, thank you. We're so humbled by the incredible gift that you've given to us. We're so incredibly unworthy. And yet, you've extended yourself to your enemies, showing love, revealing your character. And Father, that is not how we tend to treat each other. I thank you for this church family that I have seen so much of your love represented in. But Father, compared to Jesus... We have plenty of room to grow. So we ask you. We ask you to take away the sin in our hearts, the selfishness that separates us from you, that you would fill us with your Holy Spirit, that Jesus would be born in us, not just today on your birthday, but every day as this is your wish for your people. Father, may it be fulfilled in us. We're not capable of this, but we invite you through the power of the Holy Spirit Fill us with your spirit. And Lord, impress us with specific things. Whether it's to, to write a, a caring card to somebody that, that we wouldn't really want to. Or to pick up the phone and to call somebody that we know is lonely but that we don't enjoy talking to. Whether it's to go by and visit somebody that, that we know we've not really been on the, the same page with. Maybe it's just to pray together with someone who gets on our nerves. I don't know what it is, Father, but I ask you would impress each of us with practical steps that we can make Christmas a reality every single day through the power of your Holy Spirit. Please, fill us with your Holy Spirit. Be born in us. And may this fill us with joy, a joy that, that overflows and that the world knows that the King has come that the kingdom is being established on earth as it is in heaven and that Jesus is alive as our Savior today. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen.